This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors in life, whether they be big, small, or anywhere in between. And when we keep those bottled up, it can start to affect us in a negative way. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched up with a licensed therapist, and if for some reason that therapist isn't working out for you, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get life's challenges off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Block M to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Block M. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Trevor Woods here from the Block M Podcast, an affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network, coming to you after another Michigan Wolverines victory. Michigan improves to 11-0 on the season after defeating the Maryland Terrapins on the road 31-24. Looked like Michigan was going to roll in this one early on, something they've done all season long, blow out the opposition. Michigan got out to a 20-3 lead with some good offense and opportune defense, including a Michael Barrett strip sack of Maryland quarterback Talia Tagovailoa. And Derek Moore scooped it up for a four-yard fumble return touchdown. Michigan's offense got churning for their first points of the game, a two-yard Blake Corum rush. But after it was 23-3, got to give Maryland credit. Maryland made proper adjustments, and the game became 23-17 Michigan. And then it got close yet again at the tail end of the third quarter, 29-24 Michigan. Michigan would end up getting a safety in the waning minutes of the fourth quarter, and the final score would be 31-24. to Maryland played Michigan pretty tough last season. It was just a one-score game, and Maryland did it yet again. So hats off to head coach Mike Loxley and that whole operation. They've found ways to scratch and claw their way back into games against the Wolverines, but in the end, talent prevailed. Michigan is the better team, but... A pretty good effort from Maryland, and it is to be commended. But commending things from Maryland comes at a cost, and it is some certain deficiencies that Michigan had in this game. 
The offensive line was banged up heading into the matchup. Left tackle Ladarius Henderson was ruled out. Miles Hinton, he was injured in the game and then ruled out for the rest of the afternoon. Roman Wilson, receiver, he was knocked out on one of the first drives of the game. So some injuries to Michigan to keep an eye on as they face Ohio State next week. But back to the offensive line. Offensive line has been so dominant so often the past three seasons. Back-to-back Joe Moore award winners heading into this season. But looking more human the past couple weeks, 3.3 yards per carry they averaged on the ground in this one. Blake Corm 28 carries, 94 yards. The two touchdowns but averaged just 3.4 yards per carry. Donovan Edwards, similar stat line, 11 carries, 39 yards, 3.5 yards per carry. It was tough for Michigan to win battles in the trenches today, and that translated not just from their run blocking but their pass protection as well. J.J. McCarthy, 12 of 23 on the afternoon, 141 yards. He threw an interception. That was completely on J.J., the interception. We'll get to that in a second here. But around the edges, for example, Carson Barnhart, who played right tackle and left tackle in the game, he was getting blown around the edge a lot. Running back Donovan Edwards, he did not fare particularly well in pass protection either. That was a trend that has continued since last week in totality for Michigan's offensive line. J.J. McCarthy last week attempted just seven passes, I believe, and a major symptom of that was they knew that Penn State last week, their elite pass rush at home at Penn State was going to get good jumps off the ball with that loud crowd environment. So two weeks in a row now where Michigan has looked vulnerable, particularly around the edges with good pass rushers. And this is something that they'll have to get corralled, have to get shored up before they play Ohio State. So if you're going to look at a silver lining from that, uh, after you know the negative news that they look vulnerable around the edges, this week of practice, they will really have to hone in on that and get better, pop some pads, and make sure they're quicker around the edge to where J.J. McCarthy's able to stand upright While Michigan allowed just one sack today, the timing of McCarthy was disrupted time and time again, and that is not going to be helpful against top-tier teams such as the Buckeyes next week. But let's talk about McCarthy's performance. As I said, 12-23, yards passing, one interception. The interception came at the end of the first half in the second quarter. McCarthy, the play before in the red zone, he threw what should have been an interception, just stared down Colson Loveland. And then McCarthy, the same thing, the next play, just stared down his read, and he threw it right to the defender like he never saw him, but he definitely should have saw him. So a couple plays there that uncharacteristic from McCarthy. McCarthy sometimes is perceived as this you know, reckless gunslinger, but he hasn't thrown an interception since September heading into this game. So it's been a while, and... That was a bit disconcerting to see and something that he cannot allow to happen next week in big moments. Also, McCarthy, his accuracy, he's been one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the nation heading into this game, and he was not the most accurate McCarthy we've seen. And one thing I will say, it was quite windy at Maryland, but still, J.J. would say he wished he could have some of these throws back if you asked him. I'm sure he would say that. But one in particular deep ball to Cornelius Johnson in the second half, which would have been a touchdown, and McCarthy threw it leading him to the left, but he threw behind him for uh, no reason. 
No reason that ball should have been behind him. Johnson jumped in the air. He was not able to bring the ball in, but there was a bunch of green grass to the left there on this deep pass play that McCarthy could have threw to, even if it was underthrown or overthrown, to where Johnson would have snagged it and it would have been a touchdown. So definitely some throws that McCarthy could only wish to have back, but what's done is done and got to move on and got to make sure what went wrong in this one does not happen next week. Defensively, Michigan gave up the most points they have all season, 24 points on the afternoon. Will Johnson and Josh Wallace both gave up some big passing plays today to Talia Tagovailoa, who had a gritty effort, 21 of 31, 247 yards. But it was Mike Sanders still, once again, who is now a Michigan legend at this point for some of his performances against Ohio State and other teams, and definitely one of the biggest leaders on the team, leads by example, and he did so yet again. Two really clutch interceptions that really swayed momentum and turned the tide and prevented Maryland's offense from continuing to move down the field and perhaps net some points. So out of those three, Wallace, Johnson, Sainer still, Sainer still, for the most part, had a really good day. The deep balls that were allowed, and some of these also, not just the deep balls, some of these more intermediate throws, short throws to where yards after the catch were accumulated. For example, Tagovailoa, he threw for 247 yards today. 121 yards of those were yards after the catch. So not just the Michigan quarterbacks I named, but linebackers as well to where you're used to seeing these guys make the tackle at the spot. It should be the Maryland receivers were evading or the Michigan defenders were simply whiffing on tackles they usually make on screens and other other throws. And some of what I see today reminds me of what Ohio State attempts to do against Michigan, is work those shallow crossers, work the screens, then take the deep shots if they're there. This has been the most pass-heavy attack Michigan's faced at this point in the season in Maryland. So if anything, A, no, it's never good to give up yards and to give up points and to give up positive plays for the opposing offense. However, what way it must be looked at at this point as the dust is now settled is Maryland was a good sparring partner for what they're going to have to face next week and no it's not good to get punched in the face when you're sparring but it can kind of wake you up to what's to come and I think this is the approach in which Michigan's going to have to take out of this one as they're on their flight back to Ann Arbor and will be landing I'm sure by the time you all listen to this podcast but Blake Corum, another huge leader on the team. I really liked what he had to say post-game, just the mentality of not only himself, but the team. Corum, he he acknowledged, uh, gave a tip of the cap to Maryland and said that the team gave them a run for their money. But he also said maybe we needed this test a little bit. Maybe we needed a close game like this. And it was definitely a test. It was one that Michigan passed, but obviously their biggest exam awaits and that's Ohio State, number two Ohio State next week, while Michigan's currently the number three team in the nation. Quorum says, definitely need to get back to the drawing board and fix some things and play better. We need to play better. Bottom line, no excuses. And then Quorum also talked about the offense not doing as well as they wanted to today, and Quorum said they needed something like this going into the next game. The next game, of course, being against Ohio State. He said, I think it was good for us. And quarterback Mike Samer still, 
he said it's always good to be battle-tested. It shows character, and we did see some of the character from Michigan today, a team in which was without their head coach Jim Harbaugh was suspended in light of allegations surrounding sign-stealing by former analyst Connor Stallions, which led also to the firing this week of linebackers coach Chris Partridge. Jim Harbaugh, he accepted the Big Ten's three-game suspension, although it's very important to note the Big Ten and NCAA have both acknowledged that they have no information that Jim Harbaugh was aware of any improper conduct or instructed any improper conduct himself. But Harbaugh has been the fall guy to this point, and Roman Wilson, for example, who was knocked out in this one, once he returned to the sidelines, seemed to be in good spirits. That's important to note, but Wilson, among some other players pregame, but wearing free Harbaugh shirts. So they definitely miss their coach, and probably nobody misses the coach more than quarterback J.J. McCarthy, who he has been like a father figure, father-son relationship. They both said that about the dynamic between the two. And Harbaugh is also somebody who was a quarterback for the Wolverines, so they shared that together as well. But Harbaugh has always been that rock for McCarthy, good or bad, on the sideline, in his ear to tell him what to do or just simply add a boy. Or before the game, you know, warming him up in pregame warm-ups, evaluating each and every throw he's making, and then right before the whistle, punching McCarthy's pads and, and getting getting those first licks in from his head coach. So that is a major, major point of emphasis that is going to be missing heading into next week. So across the board, from a communicative perspective, from an execution standpoint, from a tenacity standpoint, name all the verbs, adjectives, and everything you want. It has to be at its fever pitch for Michigan. Mental strength, physical strength, fortitude, all these things. They have to play their best game of the season against Ohio State. They have to look in the mirror after this game against Maryland and acknowledge any errors or mistakes and make sure they don't happen next week. There's not going to be that margin for error where one blown pass protection assignment, one lapse in pass coverage, one inopportune interception by McCarthy could be the difference between making that Big Ten championship, that college football playoff, or being left out in the cold, out of playoff conversations, and contention. So that's where we're at. We kind of thought that the way this season was going to go, I'm not talking about the off-the-field stuff, but just the wins and losses, what was going to happen on the field that Ohio State and Michigan, once again, for the third season in the row and other years in the Harbaugh era, that it's a collision course, and it's kind of going to be for all the marbles deciding you know, who wins the Big Ten, who makes the playoffs between these two Big Ten powerhouses. Michigan, of course, has won the past two in the series, but that really doesn't mean much. Doesn't mean much right now. Both teams have their reasons to be confident and their reasons to think the other team might nip them this time. But Mike Sainer is still a guy who planted a flag at Ohio Stadium Columbus last season. He says last year was last year. He's not even thinking about it. And the rest of the team can't think about it either. They can't get too cocky. There's a difference between being confident and being cocky. And they need to really dig down, have their best week of preparation, not only in practice, but in the film room and everything else in the midst of a Thanksgiving holiday, which makes this Ohio State-Michigan rivalry all the more wild. Think about all the time with families and stuff that these players are going to have in the week, just 48 hours before some of the biggest games of their entire lives. So that's where we're at. We're going to have a lot more to talk about between now and when it kicks off at Michigan Stadium at noon Eastern time next Saturday. But before I get out of today, I want to talk about Manscaped. 
Every man knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the belt. That's why I trust Manscaped. Their newest package contains the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. It also has a dual LED spotlight to provide contrast and multiple skin tones, three link setting combs, and perhaps best of all, it's waterproof. Also included is a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks in the airport. Join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs and use the promo code BLOCKM20 to get free shipping and 20% off your order. Head to manscaped.com and use that promo code BLOCKM20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. And this has been Trevor Woods from the Block M Podcast, an affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network. You can follow me on social media at Woods Football and stay tuned for more podcasts as we preview this week, the entire week, Michigan, Ohio State.